Hey, this is Daniel, and you're listening to Rushing Forward. Okay, welcome to episode two of the Rushing Forward podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Piri. Today we'll be talking about um, something I'm very passionate about. It's um, embracing the world and attracting global opportunities. I'm very happy to have a very special guest on here. We have Marlene. Hey, Marlene. Hi, everyone. <laughs> it's great to be here, Dan. Hi, Dan. Uh, it's, it's great to have you. So Marlene is a PSF director and the co-founder of Zimbo Pi, a Zimbabwean nonprofit that empowers women to pursue careers in tech. She's also the current chair of PyCon Africa, where I met her last year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was fun. She's, she's, she's got amazing energy. <laughs> Uh, and um, she's the first Pan-African, I mean, sorry, PyCon is the first Pan-African gathering of the African Python community. And she lives in Harare and has played an active role in assisting the growth of Python communities, both locally and across the continent over the past three years. Marlene, you are um, amazing. I just feel like I should tell you that, oh, wow. first of all. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. So, so tell me a bit about ZimboPi. What's what's that about? Right. Um, so ZimboPi is a nonprofit. I started it uh, with two of my friends about you know close to three years ago now as well. When I just started getting interested in Python and programming in general, and I'm someone mm-hmm. that really enjoys um, sort of you know uh, social justice initiatives and just I, I'm. I'm definitely a community person and I really love my community here in Zim and in Harare. And, you know, I'm also very passionate about women's issues. And I think that that is something that, uh, you know, three years ago, I was really wanting to engage with my local community and see how I could um, help uplift um, young women in my community. And so Zimbo Pie kind of is an initiative that came out of that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's something that I really am, we're trying, uh, my co-founders and I, we're really trying to do stuff with it. It's very difficult to run a, a nonprofit in Zimbabwe right now. There's just lots of, I, I can imagine. Uh, there are lots of hurdles. And I think everyone is also trying to, do it in their spare time as well but uh, generally it's something that I have high hopes for and I hope to continue to grow uh, over the next couple of years. Yeah that that sounds amazing I remember um, we had a brief conversation of how hard it is just to get um, and get stuff running and get things going when running these communities I mean like you've got the best intentions but like everything else is just telling you that no this shouldn't work and like like, like hands up to you and everyone at Zimbabwe. You are all doing an amazing job, you know, with the Python community in Zimbabwe. <laughs> and I, I, I saw the the CFP for PyCon Namibia, yeah. and um, I'm really excited for that one yeah. also. Yeah, uh, are you going exactly. this year? Uh, I don't think I'll be able to make it to PyCon Namibia this year. I really wanted to, um, but I've been there twice. I've been there. Uh, I, w- I was there, yeah, it's, I've been there t- two times before. Um, but this yeah. year, um, it's just coming in really, really closely with 
another conference that I'll be speaking at, uh, which is the Open Source Festival. And, um, you know, I so I'm I, I don't think I will be able to attend this year's, but I'm hoping to next year. And I know that anyone that goes or anyone that's listening, if you uh, end up going to Python Namibia, it's one of the best conferences I've been to. Namibia is beautiful. The people are amazing. The community there is. is just out of this world. And, you know, I'm a big fan of the desert. So whenever there's like a desert around, I'm like down. And uh, so it's a beautiful, beautiful country. So I would recommend it for sure. I'm, I like that you said you're a big fan yeah. of the desert because I... I I was talking your Twitter and I saw that software yeah. you took. I think I was Dubai, yes, yes. and you just looked so at yeah. home. <laughs> it was a love. Yeah, that it. was a different desert, um, but also loved it for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm so happy you mentioned um, the Open Source Festival because we are speaking to a keynote speaker, and that's that's amazing. Like, how do you? You, you talk about like studying at Zimbabwe and that was three years ago and you, you, you gave a, I think you gave a keynote at PyCon, right? Uh, at oh, PyCon, no. I've given a keynote at PyCon Nigeria and PyCon UK, um, PyCon Namibia as well, um, I think, and PyCon Ghana as well. Um, but I have not given a keynote at PyCon US. If PyCon US people are listening, I'm up for a keynote. <laughs> um, yeah, we need that keynote. We're putting that energy. This year yeah, bring like... some African energy to the PyCon US gang. But um, yeah, but it's, it's been really fun uh, being able to keynote at these conferences. Yeah, I'm really hoping to meet you at Oscar. I'm I'm hoping I can make it. And the like Nigeria has that new visa on arrival for African countries, so that. that'll make it much much easier. That. Yeah. Yeah. So I just I read a bit into it. You have to apply like at least two days before yeah. you travel, so that they give you some authorization. And then when you get to the and you pay a fee, I guess. And when you get to the airport, whichever one yeah. you go to. They just give you the visa. That, that's, that's really amazing. cool. That's but, literally, but like, I think I have posted about this on Twitter before about how like my frustration with visas, specifically in the African continent, I just feel like it, mm. I feel like as an African person, I just feel annoyed <laughs> because I spend so much time applying for visas outside of Africa um and when i have to do that within the continent for me it feels frustrating um just because i just feel like we're all so connected and we all are so similar in so many different ways um so i don't know how many this was going to be i literally just applied for a nigerian visa a couple months ago so i was going to have to reapply for that so i'm hoping that i don't yeah. have to do that <laughs> this time that will be a huge relief yeah, no. There's the um, I guess they're calling it an e visa or something yeah. or the visa on arrival. How 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 long was your old uh, Nigerian it's visa? Just for three months, I think. They give you quite a short visa if you are just visiting, um, even for African people. Mm. So it was very short. Yeah. Yeah. So like we, um, so I'm in Zambia, by the way, for anyone listening, and we run a conference. I and a few other friends. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 
Zambian, like there's that, you know, Zambia Zimbabwe yeah. relationship. And you, <laughs> so like we run DevCon and we're trying to get a bunch of speakers from around Africa. And there was this huge visa problem where like, um, it was it was just a mess trying to get and like the application process and I think it's it doesn't have to be that way for people who are so similar and for people I, I really think open borders make sense at least from a um from a exactly. diplomatic point of view. I mean going going forward if we're to do anything remarkable or anything that would be of substance, I think that's a huge barrier that we're putting for ourselves, having to block our borders the way we are. Yeah, and like restricting exactly. travel, which 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 takes me to like how expensive travel is in yeah. in Africa. Also, that's just it's, it's exactly. It I think um, it's so funny that you're we're discussing this because you know this is this is. I hope I th- it might it might be out already by the time this comes out, but this yeah. is like firsthand information <laughs> because our I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but um uh, Pipe on Africa, we just we always like try and have like a, a cool theme for the conference and our theme mm-hmm. this year is beyond borders. Um and I think for you know the African Ooh, continent that. that's something I'm really, really passionate about. I personally just despise borders. I think there's now some utility for them. So I'm not saying, okay, maybe let's all immediately dismantle all borders. But I think within our community, Mm -hmm. within the Python community, it's fantastic if we can break down borders. I think they just create these artificial barriers between us. Um, And again, you know, like you are just saying, you know, the expense of traveling within Africa is oftentimes higher than it is to travel outside of Africa. I know I'm thinking about going to Nigeria and a ticket for me to Nigeria is more expensive than a ticket to India, you know, which is just ridiculous. It's so much. Yeah, like like that's the same thing I was like comparing because like. It doesn't yeah. make. It just doesn't make exactly. sense, you know. But I, I, it's it's taxes and it's 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 trade basically. I know we're trying to like enable free trade, but there's so many things that are blocking us. Because like once we start to you know travel more to each other's countries and we we get mm-hmm. to embrace each other's cultures and we we build better relations, and we I guess collectively progress. But, uh, I don't make the <laughs> Yeah, rules, definitely. So. <laughs> I think it's something that um, I think Africa has so much potential, and it's something that I, yeah, I think Amazing if potential. we just get over some of these um, <clears throat> fine ways, and I think our generation, we have a new generation of African leadership that's coming up. Um, you know, that I think Mm -hmm. sees the potential of the African continent, uh, sees the connections between the different cultures and different um, countries. And I think that in the future, once we get over some of these hurdles, hopefully with the help of the African Union, I know that there's been talk about an an African passport and sort of like creating uh, a unified Africa in many ways and removing some of these um, taxes and things like that. I think then we're going to see a really different continent and I'm always hopeful. I'm, I'm generally a positive person, but I'm uh, very, very helpful. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bit skeptical because like, I mean, I, I, yeah. I know we have to put in the work and 
it takes a lot yeah, of effort, absolutely. but I see us getting there. Absolutely, I, see, yeah. I do see us getting there. Yeah, so like, I love that you mentioned Oscar. How and and like from what you told me three years ago, studying Zimbabwe, Pie, and then um, in a few months, keynoting Oscar. How like how did how did that happen? Like yeah, how, <laughs> the process like, of that. Yeah, like. Well, I think it's just it's quite interesting. I don't know actually. I can't really like um, <laughs> pinpoint like a time frame for each thing. I think uh, I mm-hmm. have met a lot of amazing people who have I uh, you know introduced me to stuff. I I I don't know if I mentioned before. I haven't actually mentioned before, but I was originally studying molecular biology in college, and when so I wasn't even involved in the tech industry before but I became very interested in Mm -hmm. technology and became very interested in Python about you know about three over three maybe four years ago Um, and you know with Zimbabwe with that connecting um, with some amazing people I talk a lot about Lorena Mesa, who's also on the board of directors for the PSF, and who you have met, who's amazing. Such great vibes and uh, positive energy as well. And, uh, you know, she yeah. really was, I think, played a really big role for me in terms of connecting me with um, the global Python community and just showing me the potential of. Um, what we can do with the community here in Zim and uh, and just, you know, being able to have the confidence to step onto uh, a more global stage uh, than what I had been doing locally. And I think uh, outside yeah. of that as well, really just uh, for me as well, uh, going, like pushing myself, I think, out of my comfort zone. And, um, you know, I think that, I feel like God has been really great with that. <laughs> For me personally, I feel like I do a lot he of has. hashtag bliss. Hashtag bliss. Uh, and just like, uh, I think I had, uh, I had to personally feel like I had some time maybe uh, three years ago for sure, <laughs> where I uh, mm-hmm. was kind of definitely uh, really get, coming to a place where uh, I wanted to really be more clear in terms of what I want to do with my life and how I want to serve my community, uh, you know, looking yeah. as well at myself and some of the issues that I have internally in terms of my own insecurities. And I think as well for myself, really embracing as well my own uh, Africanness. I think that's something that was a big, yeah, that was a big issue for me, I think. And uh, working through a lot of like uh, my personal uh, issues with staying at home because I have like, for example, I have a really big family. I have uh, a -hmm. lot of siblings and my siblings are all outside of the country and I'm the only one that's in the country. Uh, In in terms of Zimbabwe, that's where I'm based. And I think for me, coming to terms with the fact that I actually want to stay on the continent of Africa uh, was very big for me. I I want to stay in right now. I want to be in Zimbabwe, uh, but in general in life, I'd like to generally stay on the African continent and I love Africa. And I think 
taking that, those feelings and what was going on with that and, and uh, reconnecting maybe with my identity a, as an African person, I think kind of led to me also connecting with other people in other African countries and really being intentional about connecting with people at PyCons, uh, really being intentional about uh, looking for ways that I, uh, you know, I could connect people across the continent as well. And I think through that, yeah. um, you know, I think through that, when you, when you try and serve other people, uh, people also connect with you. And in that way, I think you just get connections <laughs> with something like that. Um, and so, yeah. <laughs> it, it does make sense. And Marlene, you are speaking to my heart because um, I feel like this yeah. is something so many people go through. And like that you mentioned, you actually did take time to think about what, um, what, right. who you are and what your purpose and how you can add value. And then you started doing things with intention, you know, to, to complement what you want to do and what you're about. Because I, I feel like a lot of people have problems with being african because the world builds all these stereotypes these negative stereotypes around yeah. um yeah. you know that identity and and i think it's really important for this generation of ours to work really yeah. hard and break a lot of those and even just your decision to stay on the african continent because it's it's yes. not as bad <laughs> as people make it seem but but yeah. but it definitely isn't easy you know and not not many would make that choice and say, hey, I'm staying in Zambia or I'm staying in Zimbabwe or I'm going to stay in, um, you know, any other African country. And I think that comes from a place where you know that if anything's going to change, it needs exactly. to start from me and I need to be able to, yes, like, you know, pass exactly. that on to other people. No, I love that. Absolutely. I think, um, I think being able to... I think that a lot of us have such good intentions and I think even I have good intentions sometimes and I just don't execute on them or we all see problems within our communities mm -hmm. and within our societies, right? I think Zimbabwe has some serious issues uh, and specifically in, in uh, for me, one of the places where I started was seeing the inequality that's there between men and women in my community um, was something that mm -hmm. I really struggled with uh, coming back home was, you know, after seeing how maybe, you know, women are treated or women uh, see themselves or the culture is towards women in other cultures, um, for me coming back home and just seeing some of those patriarchal hierarchies that are there in my own culture you know I grew up I grew up in a yeah. very um I wouldn't say it was too patriarchal in my own family because I think my my father was really intentional about actually allowing us all to have uh, an equal uh, footing and my brother was actually a feminist before I was a feminist <laughs> and then convinced mm -hmm. me to become a feminist which is no, kind of cool, um, <laughs> which is very cool. Yeah, that's but super cool. I think seeing uh, some of those inequalities when you get back home, like for me, 
a lot of the anxieties that are there as well and like just even like simple things like you know dating and marriage like I, I'm just like even in the idea of me still having to have someone pay an amount for me to marry me is is a struggle for me <laughs> and it's so ingrained in our uh in our culture as Shona people in Zim uh, I fight it with people really. about this all the time. Like I'm, I'm like, I just don't think this is a good idea. Let's remove it as a concept. Uh, for anyone that's listening, I do think <laughs> that I respect culture, I respect tradition, but I do think mm-hmm. that there are things within our culture and within our traditions that need to evolve. I think culture is fluid. I think it's always changing. And uh, yeah, like I think that's a bit of a tangent, but we. <laughs> no, it, it makes sense actually, because I think from all those problems that we have in terms of inequality, I think they spill over mm-hmm. into a lot of everything. And you see these huge gaps in, in, terms, yeah. of, in terms of gender when it comes to like pay and representation, even yeah. in like. Yeah tech communities and you know a lot of these other things like um Mm -hmm. um women doing stem and i think it it comes from that because people a lot of the stereotypes tell tell these tell um Mm -hmm. tell women that this isn't what people are this isn't what um you're supposed to do and um you're supposed to be like you're supposed to fit in a box or you can't do this without um a man and it 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 does need to change to be honest but i'm happy there's lots of progress and i'm happy there's people like you pushing for these things and so many um other people today in um in lusaka we had this um we had a women's mm. march which was really amazing to see people standing mm-hmm. up to change a lot but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's quite the tangent. um it's, it's coming but from I, <laughs> you know why i got into you and it's like why i got specifically from you it was one of the big motivating factors to why i even got into the python community and in terms of community organizing in general why i'm passionate about it is because you know when we create communities that um i think the communities that we create are reflections of who we are and reflections of uh, some of our beliefs and for me, one of those things, I wanted to, to have spaces where African people are feeling empowered, African people are feeling welcome, um, where African women as yeah. well, women are feeling uh, empowered as well and being told that you can do whatever you want, you know, and in the tech space, that applies. It doesn't just apply to uh, to 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 medicine or to these softer sort of sciences, and I was a biologist before, so I'm not saying that those are bad sciences or those are not good fields to be in. Um, but I also think that uh-huh. technology is a very interesting field. It's moving at a fast pace. I think it's affecting every single area of our lives, and Python you know, I I think as well is a really key part of it. The Python community is a really key part of of the growth in technology right now. Right now we're talking about, you know, everyone is talking about artificial intelligence. Everyone is talking about machine learning, deep learning. Um, And that's where Mm -hmm. part of the future is going in terms of our world. 
uh, that's at the cutting edge, even in in uh, you know some of these countries in the Western world. And so, you know, for me, I think that women should have access to the cutting edge fields, you know, and should be able to feel like they can be welcomed and they can achieve all they want to achieve in those spaces. And sometimes someone just need, you need a place to go where someone can just tell you that, you know, uh, where you can actually be introduced to some of these concepts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So, yeah. so, so Pika in Africa, right. Um, they had, they had the jungle girls workshop and I think I'm, I'm just someone who wants everything right. to be happening in Zambia also. So um, I, I met Abigail and she's, yes, she, she I think she's the lead for Bi Ladies Ghana. And I was like, we need to get Bi Ladies started. And I introduced her to a friend of mine, Lontia, and they've, I'm so yeah. happy now that they're studying Bi Ladies <laughs> Osaka. And we're, we're just having this conversation about um, how, you know, sometimes um, African households can be, the most detrimental to your mental health and like no one no one tries to like motivate you and everyone tells you that you know and and we're just talking about you know how we want that and i was like hey you are leading um pie ladies Lusaka. and if you see that that's something that's a problem then it's something that you have the ability to define and change in the community that you're trying to you know trying to build and then something that you feel that you lacked will be um, given to other people who needed that. And I think that satisfaction just from giving someone something that you know you needed and then also just building that environment for yourself to have something that you know is really important for your growth. I mean, like, that's, like, community and it's, it's really just amazing. And I love that communities can have that effect on people. And... Yeah, I, I'm, I'm I love exactly. I saw it on Twitter and I immediately followed. I'm so excited about it too. Um, love the Pi Ladies community. Mm. Wherever there's a Pi Ladies, I'm like, yes, Abigail is like such a boss, first of all. <laughs> um, she is doing oh, such a great is. job with Pi Ladies Ghana, which is like off the charts. I think it's probably for me my favorite Pi Ladies group in the world. They just have like great content. Like if you just follow their Twitter page, mm. they just have content coming out all the time and like really just makes you feel good about being a woman in tech. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and it's super relevant. I love that about it. it, it you know, it, it, it's actually yeah, building exactly, and having an impact exactly. on like local communities. Uh, they have such a great uh, support system for women. I think there's a major focus on mm. um, supporting young women as well, c coming through CS programs and uh, giving them structures where they feel like they can have good mentorship and good, um, you know, good advice, uh, which I just absolutely love. So I am rooting for Pi Ladies Kampala as well. And uh, yeah, I hope it's, I hope well, it's that would be well. so nice. Uh, I think, oh, did I say Kampala? I said Kampala. I mean, Lusaka. <laughs> I yeah, think about Kampala. Kampala because <laughs> I just saw okay, a Pilot Kampala, Kampala tweet recently, which is headed by Joe, who is really cool, actually. Sorry. But Lusaka is great. Yeah, who I yeah, haven't yeah. met, but I'm hoping to meet. But yeah, yeah I mean, we're Lusaka super excited is, for Pilot Yeah, it Lusaka. seems like such a great group. And yeah, I, I, I'm definitely rooting for you guys and hope it will go go well 
Thank you. We will need all the love and support we can yes. get. I have a super random question. What has been your favorite so conference <laughs> like in these three years? Um, yeah, a tech conference. Hmm. And why? You know, it's difficult because it's like, obviously, I, I should say, like, obviously, I'm going to say PyCon Africa. <laughs> Um, maybe I'll give two if that's like I'm gonna say two, but I think Pike on Africa was really cool because no as part of the organizing team is very challenging uh, for me, and I feel like it was great for me in terms of my growth. Uh, I was able to really learn how to deal with a lot of stress and work with people from around the continent, um, in sort of like a distributed team, <clears throat> and uh, that was such a positive experience yeah. as well because I got to see so many different cultures from within the continent of Africa coming together. So many brilliant minds. You know, we had Mustafa Sisse. We had, uh, yeah, we had Eva come and speak as well. She's actually the executive director for the PSF. Um, we had Kojo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the Both yeah, sessions Kojo were amazing. Really Oh, were <laughs> really so amazing, amazing. Yeah. and uh, we had Anna Mukuridze as well who's a good friend of mine um, just fantastic fantastic mm-hmm. time I loved to see the specific details um, that were unique to the African continent that I have not seen at other Af- at other contra- uh, conferences outside of Africa um, there are just so many nuanced things that I love about PyCon Africa that I'm excited to see again this year. Um, but for me, it was just such a wholesome sort of experience. Also being able to uh, have talked about a conference like this for so long and then to actually see it happening is just out of this world for me and was such a great experience for me, I think. So I'm very excited about it for 2020. Um, mm-hmm. ah. It was perfectly executed, by the way. Now, I think tw- 2019, second quarter, okay, um, fourth quarter, was that oh, the f- third quarter? I think that was my favorite conference. Yeah. <laughs> if not the second half, if Thanks, not the second Dad. half, that I was my favorite conference. I, I just, I just loved yeah. it. I just loved it. It was my first time in Ghana uh, and yes. uh, it was just amazing. So out of this world so good um i also really really enjoyed PyCon us and that's a conference that i will always talk about just because it is such a unique experience um it was this past year i was in ohio so it was actually my first time going to PyCon us in person um and it was such a unique mm-hmm. experience because First of all, it's huge. You know, there's all the companies, you, all the tech companies are there and like all the tech people are there as well. So like Guido was there and just like all the core developers were there and like all your faith. For context, Guido yes. is um, <laughs> the creator of Python, the, yes. the, the, the software, yes. the programming yes, he language. Created the but language. Yes, <laughs> Um, I just got to meet so many people who are doing amazing work in the Python, in, in like in terms of the Python community and in general in the tech space who are like, you know, really pioneers in this field. 
and who are, I got to meet and are the chillest people you have ever met in your life. Like, I was just like, this is so wild because I don't know, you know. <laughs> Definitely. Tech people, people are, are wild. We just are out of the, in terms of like, I just think that everyone is so chill and so friendly and you don't, I think I wasn't expecting that across the board. But everyone was so nice. Everyone was so friendly. Uh, I got to meet so many cool people. Uh, got to listen to so many talks that I felt were really just, you know, one super informative and really just made me feel like experimenting with a lot. <clears throat> Nina um, Zarenko, I think I I. I I struggled to, to pronounce her last name, but sorry, Nina. <laughs> but um, she uh, gave an awesome keynote on um, with CircuitPython and Python and hardware. And it was so well done. And when I got back home, like they actually gifted us with like CircuitPython swag. So I was able to like play around with that. And that's been really cool. And I want to do more with that in terms of Zimbo Pi. Um, but so many great talks. There was oh. also a talk by, uh, you know, uh, this guy called Shah, and he was an ex uh, con. He's actually in prison uh, before, and he taught himself how to. He actually got there's a program that there was that uh, I think her name is Jessica. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm forgetting her name, but <laughs> Jessica Mc something. Someone will find it. If, Exactly. Jessica, you send it to me um, and I'll put it in the show notes. They gave such a great uh, combined <laughs> keynote and they were talking about how Python is actually being used to teach people in prisons uh, how to code. And he actually got out of prison and, you yeah. know, actually learned how to code in prison, which I think was just so beautiful. I was like almost crying, very emotional. <laughs> I think that's amazing. Because I think for ex-convicts coming out of prison and trying to yeah. reintegrate in society is super hard. And taking up a, like an in-demand yeah. skill like programming is just like life-changing. And, and like yeah, props to, it was props really to organization. <laughs> so definitely PyCon US, one of my things. <laughs> okay. I, I'm curious to know, going into conferences, mm -hmm. what, what do you try and get out? Like, right. Well, well, what, why I think, do you do that? Um, for the most part, when I started going to conferences, <clears throat> the first time I actually went to a conference was here in Zimbabwe uh, at PyCon Zim. And my initial thought for going mm -hmm. to the, it was the first PyCon. And I just started getting into Python with um, Zimbo Pi as well. And I just wanted to go to the conference just to learn more, to know and connect with other people in the Python community. Um, because this is something I was trying to do. Uh, we were trying to, we actually started using the Django Girls curriculum initially. And uh, so the first, my yeah. first whole thing with attending conferences was to um, actually just connect with the local community here and try and see how best I could uh, grow my own skills and grow like my understanding of how we could teach people Python and what they could do with it. You know, I think it's it's um, 
for me initially, I just thought about it as a way to teach people and get people interested in programming. And I think that's still something I'm doing, but I also with time thought it, it's really great to go to conferences to find out what people are actually doing with Python <clears throat> and see um, how you can also turn it into a career, yep. how you can actually build things that uh, are being used uh, in the world today. So that was something that I initially started off by doing, but with time, I also found out that I really enjoy speaking <laughs> and uh, well, it is <laughs> such a rush, but it's terrifying rush. at the same time when you first start doing it. But uh, then from there, I was mainly attending conferences to speak um, and just found that I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was a way to stretch myself outside of my comfort zone. And I found that I connected with people from different cultures. Uh, so it was also just an excuse to just network with people and um, to kind of share also my experiences with them. That's amazing. Like I, my first tech conference was I think um, yeah. Google Developers Dev Fest, and like just going there and like feeling everyone's positive energy and just like learning so much and having people yeah. show me these amazing things they're doing, and just like building so many connections. Yes. And I think it's super underrated. The the you know the effect or like the network effect that you can get from like attending tech conferences but even just it, it like it's like it, it, it reignites your flame and then you feel like like i have to learn like, and like you, you you ask yourself gosh i mean not like in a bad way but like there's so many people doing amazing things and i feel like there's so much i could also do and yeah. it just gives you it just awakens your mind in that way and it's they're just so stimulating, and and like I mean, from a conference, from a conference organizer's perspective, I think that's yes, something absolutely. you want every attendee to um, take back. A hundred percent. I think it's you know even from a conference exactly as a conference organizer, um, I think something that I want to see more of is just creating those spaces as well. I think in other countries they've done an amazing job in terms of. Uh, having you know in the past having these really old conferences that have been around for a while and uh where it's also, mm -hmm. it's also an opportunity to collaborate so there's you know a lot of the for example python right now is an, is open a lot of it is open source and people are uh, it's maintained as an open source language as well and uh a lot of the infrastructure a lot of you know a lot of amazing other uh, communities, tech communities are also open source. And I think conferences allow people the ability to come together uh, to be able to collaborate on new technologies, which is something that I think that is new for the African continent. We are just now having... Um, you know, communities building, having conferences forming. And I think a lot of people kind of brush that aside and think, oh, this is just like, this is like a secondary thing. It doesn't really matter. But it really, I think it does matter because uh, this is where you actually get, you know, people coming together, brainstorming, coming up with ideas and building new things, which ultimately 
Um, it's great for us to uh, learn technologies from outside of the continent, get technology from the US or wherever it is. But if we have spaces where we can create, start to yeah. create African solutions, we, we know our, our own problems better than people from, yes, better than yeah. anyone else. And, and so if we can start thinking, else. how do I create solutions for my problems and have spaces, conference spaces maybe where we can network and uh, collaborate to create those solutions, I think it's a win-win, you know. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. But I'm curious to know what you think about the problems we're facing and how we can solve those better. Like when it comes to organizing conferences or meetups or just having a space where people can collaborate or build. Uh, do you mean like um, what sort of things they sh what sort of problems they should be solving? Is, or which pro mm -hmm. No, like like um it like there's there's already right. people trying to do that and build these spaces. Mm. How how could they do it better? Like, how can we improve how we are right, um, right, right. grouping and meeting and um, um, collaborating? I'd love to see more. I don't know. I think I'd love to see more organic sort of meetings. Like, I don't know how. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I agree, actually, because I um, so like I... I used to do like a ton of meetups and a ton of conferences or like sessions and seminars. And like when you're growing your own community, it's 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 literally just um go yeah. to the meetup and um you know, leave. But what what like one thing I started to do exactly. was try and form like really authentic relationships with people yeah. and just ask and talk to them like on a personal level and try to actually relate to them as friends and like I'll start talking to people about, you know, their life goals, just so that I can better understand how can I help someone out? Is there any, is there like, is there like right. a door for entry where I can be of use to someone or, you know, or just, or just genuinely be, you know, um, authentic yeah. and ask people and talk to them and find out what exactly. problems they're going through. Even just ask them how their day is. Because yeah. it's usually just, hey, what are you working on? What new technology? But like, I think the authenticity in the interactions needs to um it needs to be better and i feel like a lot of these a lot of like most times the right. the connections you make are sort of transactional in that right. you, you <laughs> only want to talk to someone because they want something from them yeah but i i, I, I mean I, I i definitely do agree and no, no sorry to cut you off but like we yeah. are um um i can literally talk to you forever but um, I think we're running out of time. And um, is there anything you'd want to leave us Last with? Last minute things. Um, anything um, you'd like to plug? Anything you'd like to I say? I would like to say that I'm so excited about technology in Africa. I'm so excited about the future of women in technology in Africa. Um, and I'm just whoever's listening. Um, I hope we see more support for this. I hope to see more um amazing projects coming out of the continent um i would like to plug pycon africa 2020 <laughs> it's going to be happening again in august um and i think it's going to be amazing i think it's, it's going to be such a great time as well um but generally i'd love to connect more with developers from across the continent of africa and um 
you know, just find out what people are interested in, what people are building, and specifically if you're interested in Python, connecting with you on that and seeing how we can uh, so, sort of solve some of the problems that uh, we've been seeing on the continent. I'd love to see more open source projects coming out of Africa. And I've talked about this quite a lot. Um, so if anyone is interested in that space, yeah. definitely reach out to me. Oh, you can find me okay, at Marlene underscore ZW. Uh, my Twitter uh, page is probably the best way to connect with me. I also am building a website. So at some point you can go to MarleneMangami.com. But it's not up yet. <laughs> uh, yes. Wow. We, I mean, like, dot com. That's um, that's a that's amazing. I'm I'm like on that. So like, look out for that com. one. Oh, that's, that's like whenever I release it, I'm just like I'm I'm procrastinating so much. But I want to do uh, a great page, uh, probably just like a blog or something, um, sometime this year. So check. Look out for that. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'll, I'll definitely share it with everyone, just so they don't forget to look at it. But Marlene, thank you. It's been amazing having you. Um, I wish you the best year, and yes. I'm looking forward to meeting you either at yes. Oscar or, or DevCon. PyCon Africa, or anywhere. Or DevCon, there's yeah. DevCon, there's DevCon in, uh, yes. Great. I think we need to talk about Dan. that, but Thanks for another listening, time. everyone. <laughs> All right, bye. All right. Till the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to Rushing Forward. Send us your comments and suggestions at Malgamves, M A L G A M V E S, or Codecast ZM.